so when I first started, I went three months full time. Okay. Full time, meaning that I would be here at eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning, okay. and I wouldn't leave the office till five p.m., six p.m. Sometimes, maybe seven p.m. And for the first four months, I actually got zero deals. For the first four months. Four months. That's rough. I'm That's sure mentally tough. you have to have like it was discouraging, right? Like yeah, it was discouraging, right. but. I, I was able to kind of flip the script and, and snap out of it pretty quick yeah. and just kept on believing. And eventually I finally got my first deal, you know, after the fourth month. But I went, yeah, four months without, without getting anything. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to Applied Purpose. On today's episode, we have a special guest. We have Victor. What's up, Victor? How you guys doing? Doing well. Good, doing well, man. Good, yeah. Good. Well, I appreciate you guys for having me. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a little nervous, but because right. I've never done anything like this, but you know, I'm just ready to get it rolling. So you guys, let's let's get it. First of all, you know, I just want to say thank you. Thank okay. you for taking your time and oh, yeah. and doing this with us. Um, we're here just like damn. Well, especially <laughs> me knowing you for a while, bro. I've been yeah. knowing you for a long time, and it's you know I see you doing your thing on social media. Yeah. You know with your your family, your businesses that you have going on. Yeah, definitely. And a little bit of the YouTube industry that you're getting yourself into. So, so. definitely wasn't an accident, right? So I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Luis, is like, man, we got to get him on. So I was like, all right, cool, right? Let's yeah. let's do that. He kind of gave me a rundown about you, and I was like, yeah, let let's do it, right? So I yeah. know. Uh, yeah, definitely no pressure, no, no pressure at all. No, no, no. I know. Oh, no. uh, I mean, this is the first for all of us, and we're all here to grow. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I mean, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Ruben, you're going to go ahead and start it off? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like, every every uh, segment that we do, every podcast, we want to just, you know, to, to get, like, things flowing, right, and, and get you talking a little bit. We want to just kick it off with a, uh, with a quote, right? And okay. so the quote I was thinking about was uh, something that I think kind of just relates to the podcast in general. So, I mean, many times... Uh, like, I think the reason, the whole reason why we started with this podcast is, like, because we just kind of figured that we're just lacking certain information, right? Like, we're kind of looking back, and I've, I've looked back in myself and said, hey, like, man, I, only if I would have did X, Y, Z, yeah. you know, 10 years ago, or only if I would have did this a long time ago, or if I would have knew this, you know, I'd be so much better off, right? So I think, I, I don't like to live, like, with regrets, right. but I guess the only regrets that I have is, like, I could have did this sooner, right? Yeah. But I just didn't know. Right. I just, I, I didn't have, the, like, I lacked the knowledge, right? So right. this, the whole key to this podcast is giving back and giving people knowledge so they yes. can do something better at a younger age. So uh, quote of the day, I guess, that I have is, uh, you don't know what you don't know. Very short, you know, very simple, uh, but pretty powerful at the same yeah. time. So just wanted to see, like, from, from your standpoint or your view, if you can maybe elaborate more on that or maybe if you have an example that you've had, okay. if you want to maybe speak on that. Yeah, definitely. You don't know what you don't know, right? Right, right. Man, that's just, it's, it's just so real. You right. know, it's just so real because, like, for myself, like, I'll, I'll just give an example right off the rip. Uh, today I actually talked to a buddy of mine and he was kind of interested in, in what I do, you know, for right. a living. And he, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but he, uh, he works at a warehouse and, okay. and I asked him, you know, if he likes it and, and whatnot. Cool. Yeah. And he's just been so used to 
just that lifestyle right. of just going to a warehouse and, 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 and working. And nothing against people who work, you know, in right. warehouses or yeah. any type of job in general. And I'm not judging at all. For sure. But at the same time, he, you, like, you, you could feel the energy from him. He right. was just kind of like, man, like, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. So it seemed like he wanted to know more, you know. And he just, and, I, and what's crazy is that in the past, I've mentioned to him what I do. You know, when it right. comes to real estate yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. But he he just seemed, like, drained. So I was like, man, like, there's a lot of things that obviously this guy doesn't know. And I, I told him, I was like, if you want to learn something, man, just hop on YouTube. Hop on YouTube <laughs> yeah, and just search it because you can seriously learn so much <clears throat> just from YouTube. Yeah. So I, I told him, he's like, man, I'm going to go do that right now. And I was like, perfect, you know. And that's just a small example, but it's I feel like one little step too, man. Just it, one little step, YouTube, right? Exactly. It's just one little step, and just having the courage to to just kind of break free from the norm of, you know, your everyday routine or just every, you know, you just you're just so used to what you're doing. And for myself, you know, I I feel like just man, like I've I've, I've learned so much just this past year. Mm-hmm that I look back at in the past, I'm like, man, like you said, like, man, only if I knew that when I was younger, I would have made so many more other decisions and I would have avoided so many other things. But at the same time, you know, it's life, you know, we got to go through things and, and we got to grow through, through our experiences, you know, and you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, you know? And and ultimately that, that's how you learn, dude. That's a perfect example that you brought that up because our audience, a lot of them are going to be people who are on the come up. Yeah. And, and we're not here to discriminate that. Like, yeah, yeah. And the contrary, like, this is opportunity for you guys to listen, you know, hear your story. I don't know if you remember, Victor, but a while back, we had a conversation over the phone because I saw you were doing this wholesaling thing. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty much in your buddy's shoes. I was working at the bank, and it looked interesting. What you were doing was interesting. I was like, yeah. oh, shoot, like, let me let me see what this is about. I think I hit you with the DM. I, was I like, remember, hey, yeah. Right? So when we were having the conversation, I knew I was a little bit informed of what it kind of was. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with me, I think you might have presented me like an opportunity. Uh, I don't quite remember, but because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Yeah. And I was so used to working at the bank and I was Seemed really scary. Right? Yeah, very, scary. very scary. Yeah. And because I was so used to the the same thing every you know bang wake up and I was just comfortable there. Yeah. That I never took a risk and said, hey, you know what? Let me go all in. Let me risk leaving my, my comfortable job and get into something that I have no clue what, what I'm going to get myself into. Yep. And it's not until, you know, something happens, you're like, damn, I should have. It's the, it's the, fear, it, it's it, the yeah. fear of the unknown. Right. That's think, really what uh, it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, exactly, dude. And I think I want, like, everyone to know, right, like, the purpose of this podcast is, like, dude, we, we all feel the same emotions. Like, we're yeah. all human beings. Like, we're all scared to make those changes. But I think, you know, with this podcast, it's like, hey, we're trying to teach people, like, hey, I mean, yeah, it's going to be scary. And right. look, you know, we, we're, t- you know, we're talking to someone and, uh, you know, they went through the same emotions. Mm-hmm. And let's like, hey, look, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you're going to feel this emotion. Yes, but push through it, you know, learn right. from it. And don't, take, don't be afraid to take risks. Like a lot of right. times, you know, Luis had that opportunity and he kind of, he said it himself, like he was scared. And, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. You know, and I think it, it just takes that, that, you know, leap of faith, but it, it doesn't have to be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to up and quit, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. It, but it could start off like how you said, Victor, it was like the, the YouTube video, yeah. right? You just start off by watching YouTube videos and doing it small that way. Yeah. I mean, because other podcasts, it's like, man, you hear about, 
man, it just, you know, this guy just went from, you know, working in a warehouse to, to making a million dollars, you know, a year. And it, it's not that easy, you know, it's I not. get it. I get it's it. Not. You know, a lot of times it's, it, it takes plenty of steps and pl- like plenty of emotional steps too, to get to that point. And, uh, you know, with this podcast, I think we're going to, we're going to really, you know, get into people's minds, like who, who are going through those steps right now. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. People who have that fear. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, they get an idea of, you know, what it's like, you know, yeah. through, through my eyes, you know, or through Definitely. my experiences. So Definitely. And then I know I saw you doing your thing. Yeah. I'm like, man, but I only see the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, I don't see those long hours that you're putting in. Yeah. I don't see those sleepless nights. I don't see those early mornings. Right. Yeah. And that's what that's why I brought you in. Right. Me and Ruben. That's why we brought you in. Because we're like, OK, after I told him a little bit about yourself, he's like, OK, this dude seems yeah. like, like a hustler. You no, know, he's out there. He's a go getter. Yeah. And. We not only want to educate our audience, but we want you to get a chance to educate your audience because I'm pretty sure I've told you, your buddy has told you. So I could only imagine there's more people out there that are wondering what is this wholesaling thing. Yep. Yeah, let's, yep. let's jump to right. it because I think that's the, the okay. question, right? So I think <laughs> if someone asked me, like, oh, or someone told me, hey, I did wholesaling, I'm like, okay, yeah, nice. You know, like before, I'm like, I, I kind of know what that is, but yeah. I don't know. But I mean, we have you here. Let, right. I mean, tell us a little bit. Like, it, yeah. if someone was to see an offer there or the opportunity to become a wholesaler, okay. I mean, you know, what what does it mean exactly? Okay, so to begin with, uh, you don't need a real estate license. Okay, okay. so and so, so this is wholesaling and real estate. Okay, then, right? this is wholesale yeah. and real estate. So okay, so yeah, so it. I'm I'm pretty much a wholesaler in the okay. real estate industry. Okay, nice. and what we do, we pretty much uh, just. We get properties under contract, and we sell. We assign that contract, and we sell that contract to an investor. Okay. Um, so that's pretty much what what we do. That's the gist of it. Okay. Um, obviously, there are more steps and more right. things that go into it. Yeah. Um, for example, you do have to know certain terminology. You do have to know uh, your numbers when it comes to the game as well. Because where, where did you find that like terminology? Was it was it also YouTube or was it? Um, so my buddy, uh, my partner, he, uh, he's the one who actually introduced me to the game. Right. And this was about three and a half years ago, three years ago. Cool. And, um, and yeah, just like, just like you guys said, you don't know what you don't know. I had no idea what they were doing, but I would see on Instagram, like, man, these guys are in the real estate game yeah. and they're just closing on deals and you know, that they're, they're looking like they're, they're coming up. So so I reached out and I was like, "Hey, like, can you put me in, put me on game? Like, I want to know. I want to yeah. know a little bit more." Sure. And at first, I was kind of like, oh, "This seems like a, you know, like a pyramid scheme or like a scam, or yeah. you know." And Nowadays, right? Everything. Yeah, everything yeah. Your emotions like kicking in, right? Exactly, like exactly. So then, I ended up uh, meeting my buddy and his partner at the office, and they kind of broke down the whole game to me. You know, very simple, and it really just came down to, you know how bad like what did I want to do you know if I wanted to make that change in in my life and doing at that time so before that um I was actually I had a clothing brand okay yeah and yeah it was called loud entertainment okay and uh pretty much the clothing brand lasted for like about six months okay okay but we had put in a lot of work a lot of time yeah a lot of money into it and uh at that point in my life I realized that you know I I wanted to build something that was going to last longer, you know, I'm not saying that I didn't see the vision, you know, I didn't see my clothing brand going further, but I did feel like, uh, 
it was gonna it was a long road. Okay. It was gonna be a long road to success through the clothing brand industry. Uh, it's super saturated. I feel like no disrespect to streetwear, but I feel yep. like streetwear is not where it used to be, um, unless you're collabing with these big name brands and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So then that's what I was doing before, and I just realized you know f- funds were kind of running low, and I needed to make a change. So. Yeah, I saw my my. That was like breaking point right there. That was the breaking point. Self realization. Yes, sir. And my buddy just broke it down to me. He was like, "Hey, come by the office. I saw the opportunity. Um, I wanted to learn. I wanted to get better." And he he pretty much taught me things that no one has ever, you know, taught me. I didn't even learn in school. Okay. And it the majority of it had to do with my mindset, you know. So pretty much, yeah. Once I started. There's pretty much no looking back, and and I just been I've been in the game for, like I said, three years, uh, it three and a half years, and it does take, you know, it does take a, a little bit to to get better at it. Just like anything, you got to put some time, some some effort into it, some energy, and but but at the end of the day, you know, I'm I'm happy where I'm at right now, and and I just hope that, you know, we can you know talk a little bit more about it. So yeah, no, I mean, so I know right now what you pretty much discussed. I don't think we fully. Got a whole like understanding okay. of what the wholesaling okay. was. So we talked about wholesaling, how you got into it, and you got into it through your, through your yes. buddy, right? And what you're doing before that was uh, loud. Your your clothing. Brand. Yes. Cool. So I know for wholesaling, do you need money to like fund that? Like if someone wanted to get into that. Oh yeah, you did mention pyramid scheme. Is that okay? Is that me? So, so okay. So, I didn't so, catch that. so yeah. So I, for example, I was blessed with the opportunity to to work with someone who was already in the game, okay. right? So they were able to provide me with certain resources that okay. um, that cost a little, some, you know, it costs money. Funds, yeah. Um I feel like, you know, if you're working a, a decent job, you can afford, you can these, afford these resources. So what I do pretty much on a day-to-day is uh, I, I go through a, a, a list of, of potential sellers. Okay. And I call them. I see what pretty much what they want for their property and I just negotiate and I negotiate and I kind of break down things that they don't know or they don't, uh, they can't see. And yeah, my goal is to pretty much get as close to what they want as possible, help them out in a situation. Let's just say if someone, you know, let's just say their, their family member passed away and the property got passed down to them, they don't know what to do with it and it's all messed up. They don't have the money to rehab. They don't have the money to rehab it. They don't have the resources to, you know, get that that top dollar value for their property that they really want. That's where we come in and and we give them an an option where it's like, hey, we can give you an all cash offer Mm -hmm. um, for X amount of dollars. We can close fast. We can make the process super easy, very smooth. Okay. And and all you have to do is just, you know, put your trust in us and sit back and relax and hopefully, you know, and less than 30 days we can get this thing closed out and like i said there are definitely more steps that go along that process yeah, yeah. but um yeah it, it's just you know it's so, pretty much it okay. so do you, these sellers or potential sellers i mean do they know they want to sell or is it you you kind of you, you kind of just uh, asking questions to see if there's potential to sell so we do we do have a system in which uh we have callers okay. cold callers um that are out of the country, and we pay them to oh, pretty shoot. much call. Oh, that's the, I thought you were doing that. But so you, yeah. You, okay, so, so they do the initial contact, and okay. that's where we come in, 
and we have the notes already on on these uh, potential leads and we give them a call and we just try to negotiate with them okay pretty much real quick so is that your guys system is it because i know there's a few steps there are different things you can do yeah let me, let me and let me tell you because once again you know i, I kind of came prepared to really to ask you a few and once again for the people listening i don't want them to get confused okay um cool. so maybe you could give me like a quick little checklist of what it is so one of them being cold calling right exactly so there are different forms in which you can uh you know let's just say find a potential deal okay okay and one way is cold calling another way is driving for dollar uh you know you hop in the car you drive around a neighborhood and you if you see a property that's a little distressed or right. needs some type of work you write down the address cool. you get a hold of the contact uh, nice. the owner's contact information yeah. give them a call okay or you can even do it virtually you can go on google maps and if you see hopefully you know google maps is up to date up to date yeah and you just drive you just walk around the neighborhood and google maps and you see a property that looks a little distressed you take that number down and you know, we just go from there. Nice. And then and I have another one, direct mail. Is that, yeah. What is that one exactly? So that one is uh, pretty much you're paying for you're paying for a, a service of sending out a postcard or mm. some type of mail to uh, either specific addresses or a specific neighborhood okay. in which the postcard would state um, we buy homes okay. for cash. You know, it's yeah. as simple as that. I but those ones, right? Yeah, those are. And I'm sure you guys seen those around all over right. the place. And I also see the just billboards. The billboards, those just in the so, so like freeway. The, like the biggest competition, I would see, I would say, is is that that one company that I'm sure everyone is seeing the big yellow signs. We buy ugly houses. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, I, that's I didn't the one know I that was an actual company. I thought it was someone just throwing up signs up there. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So. Okay. So yeah. So it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. So that's. So what did, what did we talk about? We talked about uh, the cold calling, cold calling, driving for dollars, um, direct mail. Direct mail. Um, you can do, uh, you know, if you have a website, you can do PPC, okay, pay-per-click. So, so pretty explain much. a little bit that one a little more. So if you though. have a website, you know, you're paying for your, your website to pretty much be at the top, kind of like Google Ads. Oh, okay. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not like a huge expert on that, no, so no, I don't it's, know it's cool. too much. Yeah. But I know that's one way that you can generate leads through that. Through that nice. as well. Yeah. Nice, so nice. from what I'm kind of gathering up here is that there's not too many people knocking at your door, right? You're, you're going out there and looking for these people, right? It's not like where they're just going to knock on your, on your office you know, window and say, hey, you know what? Like, can you help me? Yeah. That, that doesn't happen, right? Yeah, no, no. Um, I mean, we do run certain campaigns too. So here's another source that we, we do use, yeah. and it's a... SMS, which is text messaging. So okay. we send out text blasts to potential leads mm -hmm. and pretty much saying like, hey, you guys want to sell? And sometimes we get people who text us back and they say, yeah, how much? Right. Or, yeah, I want this much. So at the end of the day where we are either, you, you do got to pay in some way to find these leads. Yeah, and that's my next question. So as far as, as, far as the leads, I know, okay, how does that work? How do you... What type of leads is there? So I know you said phone. How does someone get okay. those exactly? So how do you get leads? Yeah. Okay. So where are these leads coming from? Right. You know? Exactly. Uh, so I know this is pretty much any, anyone can do this. Okay. Anyone can go to any county. Okay. Uh, let's just say San Bernardino County, Riverside County. You can go out there and request um, certain records. Okay. So let's just say people who are going into probate 
tax delinquent records, um, and that's all public information. So they can release those records to you and all the contact information. Nice. So you can one by one dial it on your phone and be like, hey, like, do you guys want to sell? Yeah. And then from there, let's say if somebody does want to sell, mm -hmm. then you have to have some type of agreement written up in which is from for you and the seller. Okay. And as long as you can get them to, you know, sign for the price that you guys agree on, then you pretty much got yourself a deal. Nice. So that's, and then another way is paying for lists. Okay, you can pay for a list, and there's a couple of different web websites where you can pay for a list. Okay. And, and yeah, that's pretty much the list is, is where it's at, to be honest, because you're just buying data. Okay, and nice. when you buy the data, um, you can run it. You, know, you can do it one by one, like I said, or like I said in the beginning, you can call through a, a dialer. Okay. And that's okay. And that's how, yeah, you just, you could do it yourself. You know, just, I can literally just call you up right. in the middle of the, or randomly, you know, mm -hmm. morning, afternoon, or evening and be like, hey, Luis, are, my name is Victor. Are you interested in selling your property here on? you know, whatever right. way. All right. and so qualifications, anything like that? So uh, you have to have some type of education or any, uh, like, licensing, anything like that? Or is it just oh, right. pretty much? You like, don't. You don't. It's pretty much uh, just learning, I would say, basic sales skills and, and maybe a little more a little more than basic sales skills, you know. Right. Maybe some proficient sales skills. Negotiation, uh, maybe. A negotiation skills. You, you do have to know about people's tones, know about how people, you know, their mannerisms, right. the specific trigger words, you know, words that they're using. Right. And and then I f also feel like at the end of the day, it does come down to you, yeah. you know, and, and your mindset. And if you really believe that it can happen, then yeah. you're going to find yourself coming across, you know, people who are in actual need. Definitely. And I see and I see that's what you did, dude. You know, you you had an opportunity to be presented yourself and you, you took full advantage of that. You yeah. know, you went out of your way, you know, met up with your buddy. All right, look where you're at now. Yeah, yeah. I know you were doing your clothing brand and stuff like that. Mm. So was there some when you first started, was it something that was first on and on and off? Uh like, so, so when I first started I went three months full time. Okay. Full time meaning that I would be here at 8 30 9 o'clock in the morning okay. and i wouldn't leave the office till 5 p.m 6 p.m sometimes maybe 7 p.m and for the first four months i actually got zero deals for the first four months four months that's rough i'm that's sure mentally tough. you got to have like it was discouraging right like yeah it was discouraging right. but I, I was able to kind of flip the script and and snap out of it pretty quick yeah. and just Kept on believing, and eventually I finally got my first deal, you know, after the fourth month. But I went, yeah, four months without without getting anything. Yeah, and that's, that's key, too, man, Six. like your mind, right? Like I feel like if, if you're telling yourself I can't do it or after month, one, month, one month in and you're just like, ah, you can easily be like, this is not for me, right? yeah. you know, or, right. or like ah, it's maybe not, it's not worth it. Definitely. Or I should be going back to, you know, the, the clothing. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's dope that you had like the mindset to just like grind it out like yeah. no matter what. Right. Did you ever feel like quitting? I was pretty impatient, but I'll I'll be honest, I was pretty I I did save up some money. Okay. Before that. Okay. From the clothing brand and, right. and from my previous job before the clothing brand. Right. And I was just like I knew I could do it. Okay. You know, so I was like, all right, I'm not gonna struggle 
that bad. Okay. Although I did struggle a little bit, but I'm not going to struggle that bad because I know that I got some reserves and I can spend the majority of my time doing that's, this. That's good advice, too. I think anyone looking to, like, do that, right? You can't mm-hmm. just wing it, you know? Like, you, I mean, if, obviously, if you have, you know, a whole bunch of bills to pay, I mean, yeah. it's like, and, you know, after a month, you're going to be like, no, I can't do this, you know? I, Exactly. Financially, can't do it. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's that's key. I think so. Yeah. And, and from your experience, I mean, for the listener listening, they're like relating to you, big. Um, how many months of like saving? What do you What do you recommend? I know. Oh, yeah, I mean, I know you're struggle. You struggled for right, but from your experience, realistically, how many how many months would you say someone have something saved like as a backup, where in case if they want to ever get into this industry or the real real estate industry because I know it's kind of similar, right? Where yeah. you have to go out there and hustle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very similar. Um, uh, that's a good. That's actually a very good question because I feel like everyone's situation is different. Right. right. So let's just say, for example, at that time I was living with my parents. Okay. So that's one huge expense that I didn't have to worry about. You that's, know. Okay. Uh, although I did pay rent there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't nothing to. Nothing compared to what I'm paying, you know, on my own. Now, yeah. Uh, so at that time, you know, if I'm being someone that was living with my parents and, you know, I have my daughter and I did have a decent amount of expenses as well, um, I had, I would just say I had about, say, $3,000 saved up. Okay. And it's crazy because looking back at it now, I was like, damn, that's... Like damn, only three thousand. Yeah. Like damn, I, that's all I had. But, <laughs> but you know, I took a chance and yeah. and you know, thank God I even had that three thousand. You know, right. and and I, I, all I can say is that I was blessed to to just keep going and yeah, find the opportunities and and execute because right. man, because here we are today. You know, no, man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. And then, uh, I was going to ask you because you mentioned like doing the whole the whole business with the clothing, right? So, yeah. I just wanted to ask, like, what, you know, what type of mindset, like, did you have during that time? And how did, like, transfer over to, to the wholesaling? Like, did anything kind of, like, you know, transfer? Like, did, could you use any of those characteristics when you were starting that line right. to, to what you're doing in wholesaling? Like, what Good transferred question. over? Like, this, so let's say, for example, if someone's doing clothing right now. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, you know what? Maybe it's, maybe I need to do something else, right? And maybe it's wholesaling after listening to this podcast today. Yeah. Um, you know what? What do you think? Like, what transpired from like from what you were doing there? I feel like my my communication skills. So I got better at communicating with just people in general and, and learning the customer. You okay. know, so with my clothing brand, I, I did target a specific you know uh, target market. Right. But I also try to keep it professional. You know, as as much as I could. Yeah. So. I would say just kind of like the professionalism. So I did learn that being that it was my own clothing brand and I was the one, you know, I, I had, yeah, yeah, I was the face of it. So I I had to show face and I had to be on point pretty much every time. And, and that kind of, you know, transpired over to wholesale in which I just, I just knew that I had to be sharp, you know, I had to be sharp. I I was kind of going into it, not really knowing Mm -hmm. much, you know, I didn't know, but like I said, thank God, like, my buddy, he actually put me on game and put me through some pretty intense training when it came to sales, and, and yeah. So I would say that's pretty much that's pretty much it on that. That's dope. And I think going back to like what you don't you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. 
I think at that time you didn't know that you were actually like CEO. You were doing wholesaling, yeah. you were doing marketing, you were right. doing sales. You were like the face of the business. And little did you know that you were actually, you know, like putting in work for your next your, your next uh, career opportunity. Yeah, it's wholesaling, crazy. which is That's, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, the way it played out. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, going back to a little bit to the wholesale. I know you said after four months it was you know that's when you got your first deal. Mm. I mean. How much was that first deal? You know? That like, first if you deal. Don't mind me asking. <laughs> it was crazy. That first deal was a 5K deal. Okay. And after that, more deals started coming. Nice. So I feel like it's, you know, when it rains, they say when it rains, it pours, you know? Right. Right. So, so I was, once I got that, that first check, I was like, man, like I, I can do this just by calling people and, yeah. That's crazy, and yeah. just trying to, you know, help them, right. you know, sell their property. Like this is crazy. So I just kept kept going at it. No, oh, that's insane, man. Congratulations but yeah, on yeah, that that was too. a cool one. I never, I'd never received a, a check that big up until that point. You know, yeah, no, that's that's nice. a, that's a lot. Yeah. Especially money. after four months, you're like, yeah, like hell yeah. 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 And not only that, you know, but prior to that, like you mentioned with your clothing, you said it was just no money was coming in either. Yeah, and, and that, was, was time. that was so. It was it was tough for you. What would you say you were like? What a year where you were just kind of like, oh man, everything was just tight. Yeah, yeah. money was just tight. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, yeah, I wasn't bringing in large amounts. I, shoot, if anything, I was losing money. Yeah, because I wanted. I was. I got to a point where I desperately wanted to, you know, put the brand name out there. Yeah, and that I just got to a point where it was like, damn, like I can't even fund this whole thing by myself. Right. Like. It was either I reach out to an investor and have somebody, you know, fund the whole thing or I just close it up, you know, and start something new. And that's pretty much what I did. Yeah, you definitely have the entrepreneur mindset, dude. Um, Have you ever worked like like a nine to five? Uh, Not a not. Yeah, actually, I've worked at, uh, you know, Johnson Credible Pizza. Okay. The one in Montclair. Okay. I worked there. (laughs) I worked there for like three months. And then from there, I went to uh, the Upland Sports Arena, which is okay. a, a spot, uh, a soccer facility. Right. And I was teaching kids how to play soccer. Okay. Um, kids from 18 months to 12, 14 years old. Yeah. So I was teaching them how to play soccer, and then I became a league manager there. Um, and then I was pretty much making, like, 12 bucks an hour, you know. Yeah. I think probably even less, to right. be honest. Less. I don't even really remember. Right, right. But... Uh, but I was that's what I was making and I was like, Man, I gotta I gotta change up. You know, I yeah. wanna do something different. I was getting older. Right. Um, you know, I was in college as well. Right. So yeah, it was just a lot going on. At that time, that's crazy now that I'm looking back at it. You know. <laughs> uh, uh trip down memory lane. I'm yeah, for real. <laughs> thinking about all the crazy things that you went through. Yeah. Um it's like, man, only if you knew wholesaling, you know, at, at that only age, if I right? knew. it's like, dude. Again, like I'll keep on hammering it away, but you just don't know what you don't know, and right. yeah, I think that's that's vital. So yeah, nice. I, I definitely like that. So um, yeah, for wholesaling right now. So like, tell me a little bit more about like a, I guess a day in the life of wholesaling, right? So I think we kind of talked about you waking up from like eight, you know, or not even waking up, but starting your day like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I mean, does that still look the same? Like, what, you know, if someone wants to be successful at what you're doing right now, I mean, is it something where they could just, you know, watch TV all morning, jump in at noon, and leave at 2 o'clock? Or is it, nah. does, it does it take some work to do it? Yeah, the majority of the people that I know who are successful, they wake up early. Right. And they get their day started 
four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. I built a pretty good habit of waking up at five in the morning, drink my coffee, read a, a chapter out of a book, and then I'd go to the gym, get the gym done, come home, shower, take my dog for a walk, and then come straight to the office and get get right to it. That's pretty much how it goes. And then, yeah, and then from there, you know, just being at the office from from eight thirty to eight thirty nine o'clock till. Pretty much around five, six o'clock. Some days yeah. are longer, some days are shorter, but that's pretty much it. And then you saw your life, like as far as just daily habits, and your life just changed when you started doing that. Because I know it could be life changing to some people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what time you were waking up prior to to the five a.m. one. Like, I yeah. Don't know. Oh, nah, man, you, I would did wake. You start the routine <laughs> during wholesaling, or? Yeah, yeah, okay. I did. Okay. I did. Uh, not even like right when I started. This actually came down the road, you know. So I started learning a little bit more about other people who are successful in the real estate game and I'm like what are they doing that I'm not doing and one of the things was just waking up early so I'm like man I can do this I didn't like to I don't like yeah. to wake up early I'm Me not neither, gonna lie. Dude, I'm not <laughs> but but I looked in I looked at what they're doing I'm not that I'm trying to be like them but I'm trying to pick up good habits, good habits. um yes, from from people you know that that are doing it yeah successful and that's why we're bringing you in right because no. that's with the podcast that's what we're trying to do is share the habits that have helped you because you know the way i see you i see see you as a successful person right yeah and appreciate i appreciate that of course man and i'm sure the listeners after hearing your story and just a little i mean this is just a little bit yeah, about yeah, you yeah. right i know there's a lot um but i'm pretty sure after they hear just your story they're gonna say like okay this dude you know went went through through a lot right yeah and i mean with loud with their clothing brand yep. and then took a risk with the whole wholesale yeah i mean did you think the clothing industry was going to be as hard as, as it was. I know a lot of times people go into it thinking it's going to be so easy, right? Just because they see it in social media, right? They see that, you know, people are out there taking cool pictures and they think money's coming in, but you said, in contrary, you were losing money. Yeah. No, I thought it was going to be a lot easier, yeah. but no, it just, the way I see it, the, the clothing industry kind of, you know, uh, swallowed me up and spit me out, you know, whole, like, just because it's, it's a monster, you know, it's a, it was crazy. We actually did a show called Agenda. I'm not sure if people know about that, but now they uh, do. Yeah, (laughs) now they do. You know, uh, they have one out here in Long Beach. They got one in, in Vegas. We went to the one in Vegas. They got one in like, I want to say Chicago, New York, but we went to that show and that's pretty much what kickstarted the whole brand. Okay. And and from there, I was like, yeah, you know, I was motivated. I was like, yeah, we're going to get this thing, right. uh, you know, to the top. Like, people are going to know about us. And, you know, just things didn't work out that way. Yeah. So I definitely had high hopes, high aspirations for it. But, um, but you know, I, I quickly learned that that you might need a little bit more funds to to right. start a clothing brand. Right, right, right. And, and that's where pretty much where we, where we were at. It's tough, man. That's yeah. tough. You're taking a chance, dude. I know now you're doing YouTube, right? Okay, yeah. I see you're doing YouTube with your family now. and Yeah, yeah. So how how's that? Tell us a little bit about that. I know nowadays everyone wants to be a YouTuber <laughs> and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, so my girl actually got me into into YouTube. Okay. Yeah, she she's the one who wanted to do it um, just because she's a, she's a personal trainer. She was all about her fitness, and nice. she still is. And, and, yeah, she was like, let's do the YouTube thing. You know, I feel like yeah. it's so easy. We just record ourselves. And right. it's true. Like, it is kind of easy to to just do what you do on a daily basis and record yourself to do yeah. it. But the hard part is really just getting to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's it's weird. It's, yeah, right. a, it's like a... 
It's like waking up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's waking up early. Exactly. It's just getting up and doing it. Um, And just feeling comfortable and and feeling like, oh, man, like this is uh, this is something that that we can do. You know, although it might look tough or it might look like takes a lot of hours. And and it does. Right. The editing takes time. Planning for videos does take time. Yeah. Um, now that we have our son, I have an 11, 11 month old son. Right. Uh, that takes, that takes a lot of time. For kind of sure. Work on their schedule. Exactly. You know? So, and, and it's not even like we're posting every single day, but um, we, we, we do slack here and there, but we do try to get out a video, you know, once every few weeks. Right. Um, at least. Yeah, yeah. But. There's just right now at this, like, for example, the past couple months, we've been just slammed with different things. You know, I'm in the process of moving. I'm in the process of, you know, getting back in here full time, waking up early. And, man, it's just just so much on your plate. But balance is key, man. Balance is key. So how do we find you on YouTube, man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So make sure, yeah, make sure to look us up. It's uh, Vic and Steph. And, uh, yeah, man, we've been doing the, the, the thing for yeah. about a year, about a year and a half now. I, I think that last thing, like, well, almost 400 uh, subscribers. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 we're getting there. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing crazy, but uh, our goal there is just to be very real, very transparent, just right. show some family vlog type right. of content, um, you know, providing the, the fun vibes and, and good times and some good laughs. So yeah. I hope if you guys check it out, you know, yeah. just uh, hope you guys can get Definitely. a little kick of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. That was uh, Vic and Steph, right? Vic, Vic and, and Steph, Steph yeah. That's Steph, uh, I, it was S T E P P H. Yeah, Vic you know, and sometimes, Steph. <laughs> sometimes you, you can go different ways yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah, if you look it up, we're we're definitely the first one that pops up on the on the, on the thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the, so, I, so I got a question. On then. Suggestions. So, like with the wholesaling, you know, I guess like the hustle skills that you have with wholesaling, does that kind of do you kind of use some of that, like, in your videos, like, as far as, like, you know, any of the characteristics that you're doing with wholesaling? Do you take that with you to, to uh, you know, to the, to the YouTube or? Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I think I I pretty much have to put on my, my prof- like, super professional hat right. on when I come into the office every morning. Right. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a role, you know. Yeah. And... As far as the YouTube, I feel like I can I can let loose a little bit. You know, I can be myself. Yeah. I can be silly. I can be funny. Right. And not that I'm not like that on the phones, because you know I'll, I'll show my personality sometimes to certain clients. To certain clients, depending on who it is, exactly. Right. So, so yeah, so kind of yes and no, uh, but more. I, I definitely, I'm definitely letting more loose on, on the YouTube, and you'll see a, a silly, funny, cool side of me that. That's that's actually me, you yeah. know, on what a people, daily basis. What people know you what for. What people know me for, right, exactly. Right. How do you do it, man? How do you balance your family and work? Mm-hmm. And I ask uh, myself the same question right? sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it's, yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, that time management is, is key, man, is key. Mm-hmm. And just uh, building a good routine, having an actual, an actual schedule. Right. You know, uh, one thing that I've gotten in the habit of doing lately is uh, I do it when I get into the office okay. before I even start, you know, working. Um, I'll write down on a piece of paper things that I have to get done for the day. Right. When it comes down to business, when it comes down to uh, personal okay. uh, things that I need to do for, let's just say, follow ups uh, for the business. You know, right. I, I kind of have it organized where I, I can see it on paper and I know what I have to get done for the day. Okay. And 
not that I have an, a legit schedule going on, but I have a very good idea of the time that I have. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much. Like, and how many people do that, right? Like, honestly, like, it, it's a good, you know, it's a good tip. Like, I mean, working Definitely. at the bank. No, that's why I asked. Uh, like, me and Luis, you know, a lot of times at, at the bank, they kind of try to force this upon you. Like, hey, you know, schedule out your day. You know, make sure your calendar is all filled. But, I mean, in reality... I mean, it, it makes sense to, to know no, yeah. what your day is, is consisting of. I what mean, it's going to look like. That's key, right? So I think anyone who's, who's successful in anything kind of knows, like, you know, what, you know, what's planned out. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, a, a coaching or, you know, YouTube, I mean, wholesaling. Right. It's key, man. I like that. Yeah, time is all we got, man. Time is all we got. So Definitely. we got to take advantage and, and capitalize on, on the time that we do have. We all yeah. have the same 24 hours in a day. So it's just a matter of how you're going to utilize how it. How you spend know? them, right? Yeah. See, yeah. I've, been, I've been a big advocate for that because I, you know, I've had time in my hands recently and I've realized doing a little schedule, waking up early, even though I'm not a morning person either. Yeah. But that has helped tremendously, man, in my, in my lifestyle. And just I've been, I've been seeing changes that I would have never thought I'd see before just because I was so caught up in just other things dude that a lot of times all it takes well, all it would have taken was just getting a piece of paper writing down what you're going to do at 5am or what yeah. you're going to do just having it planned out you know yeah. um, but I mean we don't want to take up too much of your time I mean, I know you've been at it since what 6am 5am today bro I'm not tripping <laughs> right. I'm, I'm all for the for you guys and for yeah. the people so I'm not, not even tripping much not. appreciate yeah, yeah. definitely but I think um, lastly we just kind of want to get some words of motivation for the listener. Um, what would you tell someone who's out there and is in a situation where they're like... Even like little brother, right? Like, right. Let's say if it was like a little... I don't know. I don't think... I don't know if you have a brother or not, but yeah. a little brother, but let's say it's little brother or just someone, a little cousin, right. walking in day one, and you're just like, hey, here, you know, here's the game plan. Okay. So what, what like, yeah, you just, know, what is it that you would tell that person? Like... So I think it all, I would say it all starts with how you wake up in the morning. Okay. You know, your intentions for the day. So I would advise, you know, everyone listening to to pretty much uh, wake up, uh, have like I said, have your intentions uh, very clear. Be in a grateful state of mind because nothing negative is really going to be coming through yeah. your mind if you're in a grateful state. So I would say, you know, just... Think of all the things that you are grateful for, whether it's, you know, your friends, family, the house you live in, you know, just so, be in a state of gratitude. And I feel I really do feel like the way you start your morning is going to dictate the rest of your day. Nice. And another thing, you know, just to not try not to be scared. You know, we're all going to fear the what we don't know. We're going to fear the unknown. But it's about having the courage to step out of that comfort zone and and really just, uh, you know, just know that. If you're going to make a change, if you're going to step out of that comfort zone, that's going to be for the better, for right. a better you right. and for you to grow. Step one. Exactly. Right. So um, so hopefully, you know, if anyone can take anything out of this, just to whatever, you know, if you have a if you have a goal in mind or have something, a business you want to start up, just stop being scared and just go for it. You right. know, it might not be that easy. But nothing, nothing good really does come easy, you know. Definitely, bro. And then I feel like we're programmed to just find something and stick with it because it's it looks fancy on paper right but a lot of times we end up not pursuing what it is that we really want to do right yeah and no those are really good words of encouragement for whoever's listening i'm pretty sure people always need that definitely ruben anything else you want to say yeah i mean the same the same right i think uh i think for, for me too I, I think it's just 
there's a lot of things I was scared to do, you know, and I think just getting over that that fear just just helps tremendously. Like it in, in anything, like if you want to do anything, just just get over it. You know, right. like no matter what, it's gonna be scary. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be, you know, stressful. It's gonna be tough. But man, the best things in life are hard. So that's the way I see it. Yeah. yeah. And we all live one life, man. So we got to make the best of it. And it's like it's like we're in a video game. You know, we just wake up every day and you get to choose what character you want to be. You know, so yeah. just try to you know just dictate your own reality to the best of your ability be and, you can be, you and be the best you can be. Definitely. You know, as long as you're you're happy and you're you you feel like you're doing you you can lay your head down and be like, damn, I did the most I could do today. Um, I feel like that's. It's really all that matters, you know. Nice. Well, Victor, man, we appreciate your time. Hell yeah. Everything that you said today. I'm sure it's going to inspire a lot of people. Dope. Yeah, I, I mean, really appreciate it, man. I think uh, definitely is going to go down, you know, in the record books. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. We're going to look back in this, you know, one day. And, 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 I mean, it couldn't have started any better. Definitely yeah. appreciate it. Thank you for, for being on with us. Uh, and I, I think a lot of people, you know, it, it's, it's going to really hit home, you know. It's, I mean, we're... we're uh, the three of us sitting here today, everyday people, but we're you know we're, we're making a push right to right. just do better. And I think people listening today, I mean, if you can learn anything, you know, learn from Vic. Vic, uh, you know, he he's he's been in, in places too where maybe you're feeling like right now. Yeah. And uh, you know he, he's doing good now, and and it just took you know that push. So definitely hoping that you know someone uses that as motivation. Definitely, right. I hope so too. All right, well. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch you on the next one.